0: Turn there and let's read together. Acts chapter number 20. Look at verse 16 tonight. Acts chapter number 20 and uh, verse number 16. I love the first four words in this verse. Um, Y'all may have heard me make mention through the years of Paul. Uh, He is a determined individual, Paul is. And uh, he says, you know, we all quote, Paul said, I fought a good fight to finish my course, but Twice in, in the book of the Corinthians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Paul says, but I determined. Well, here we find again, the Bible said in Acts chapter 20, verse 16, uh, the Bible said, For Paul had determined yes, to sail by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia, for notice this, he hasted. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to get my message out before I get to my message. He hasted. In other words, he was in a hurry. He hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. Look at verse 17. And from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, You know, from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you at all seasons, seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mind, And with many tears. Can I get a little help right there? You are going to serve the Lord and and along the journey, you're going to have tears that go along with it. And temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and taught you publicly. And from house to house testifying both to the Jews and also the Greeks repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. He goes on to say and now behold I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem. Now now pay attention to this not knowing the things that shall befall me there save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. I love this. But none of these things move me. Neither can I my life dear unto myself. So that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry. Which I have received of the Lord Jesus. To testify the gospel of the grace of God. That's all we'll read for now. For sake of time. I want to go back if we could. Uh, to, to that first verse. And, and where we read in chapter verse 16. The Bible said Paul was determined to sell by Ephesus. Because he would not spend time in Asia for he hasted if it were possible for him to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. If I couldn't tonight, I just want to go through some of these verses and go through Paul's life, his missionary journeys just for a little while. I want to preach on this thought from verse 16. Heaven knows it's time to hasten. Heaven knows it is time to hasten. Would you pray with me and for me tonight? Father, we love you. and. Lord we thank you for the opportunity to be here tonight Now God I, I thank you Lord for speaking to my heart this week I, uh, Lord thank you for giving me some some help through the word of God But Lord now it's time for me to stand one more time And God to preach the blessed word of God to your people So Lord tonight I pray that I do just that Lord they would not hear uh, just my voice But God that they would hear your voice And God they would be touched Lord Through and by the preaching of thy word God use us for a little while Not that I I would receive any kind of glory or accolades, uh, but God, that men would make much of Jesus. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and Lord, we need you tonight. Help us for a little while. We'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name and for His sake, and all the Lord's people said, amen Amen and amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to key in on this word hasten and preach to you. On this law, heaven knows that it is time to hasten. If I could quickly, just by way of introduction, I want to remind you where we are. It's here that we are reading where the Apostle Paul has just sailed. uh, And uh, he sailed to, and now he has departed from Miletus. Upon his departure from Miletus, the Bible said that Paul has determined in his heart to sail back to Ephesus. Now, I need you to understand all this. It ain't going to make no sense. You have got to understand that uh, Paul did not necessarily have to go back through Ephesus. He'd been there a a pretty good amount of time. uh, But he had determined in his heart. Before he went back to Jerusalem for Pentecost, uh, Paul wanted to go back to these Ephesian people. And the Bible said he determined to sail back to Ephesus from Miletus. Now, it is there that we find in in verse 16 uh, that Paul knew... He would have to hasten if he was going to make it back to Jerusalem by uh, Pentecost. Paul knew that. In other words, they had to get her in gear. Can I get help tonight? Uh, can I say, upon reading just these few verses tonight, uh, this week, the Lord pointed out that word to me. Uh, that word, hasten. Uh, uh, if you were to find the word haste or hasten or to have hasted it simply means this: it means to press or to drive or to urge forward. It means to push. Amen. Uh, how many of y'all play football? Anybody, any of you boys play football? And, uh, you getting get in that last quarter, that last, uh, you know, that last few moments of practice or that last few seconds of the game and boy, the coach would holler out, push boys, dig deep. It's time to push. Go. Come on. Give it all you got. Well, can I say, that's what we ought to be doing tonight. Uh, can I say, my friend, I don't know how in the world uh, uh, we have reached the place uh, uh, that we have reached in our churches, but I really believe that one of the biggest problems of modern day Christianity is a lack of initiative. Uh, Can I say tonight it seems like a preacher has absolutely uh, got to absolutely pump and prime like an old two stroke motor uh, to get anybody to fire up for the Lord. Uh, I I don't think we have that problem necessarily on a high scale here, but we have the problem. Uh, Can I say some of y'all has been around way too long uh, to just be coming and being here on Sunday mornings Sunday night and Wednesday night. It's time, friend. It is my God in heaven. It's time to hasten over some things. Uh, uh, can I say one of the biggest lies uh, uh, that the devil uh, has ever told involves time. You know he lies to the sinner about time. Did you know the devil would tell the sinner of the lost man that he has plenty of time to get saved. I mean uh, we know the, what the Bible said, but the devil will lie to you about time. Uh, we, he'll tell the sinner, well you can do it later, many? Y'all know Later's not always Going to be there For the Bible did say In James 4 14 What is your life It's even As a vapor It appeareth for a little while A little time Then vanisheth away We know the Bible Said in 2 Corinthians 6 2 He saith I have heard thee In accepted time Time accepted And in the day of salvation I secure thee Now he says this Behold now Is the accepted time Behold now Is the day of salvation But the devil Don't just lie to sinners About time the devil lies to saints about time. Uh, you know what the devil say? Well, you know, uh, for some of you he'll say, "Well, time's about up. It's too late to start." I mean, you've done burned too many bridges. You done you've done been idle too long. It's too, you, your bolts are too rusty to turn. And for some of you he'll say, "Well, you you've served the Lord and get all the way in, but just do it later." Can uh, i say tonight, your family cannot afford for you to get in later. Uh, your friends cannot afford for you to get in later, and this church under God uh, needs some body uh, to hasten and to serve a living Savior tonight. I'm telling you, time uh, is about up. Uh, Oh, glory, I feel it in my soul tonight, uh, my friend, if just what we see tonight would really hasten and get hungry for the things of God and would determine in our hearts uh, uh, that we were going to give it our all and that we were going to reach people and that we were going to be faithful and that we were gonna serve. It's untailed in what God would do with this church tonight. Yes, sir. We're living in a day where they'll do just what y'all done. They do it all over the country. Where I go, amen. Yep. And never do a blessed far thing other than that. Yes. Come on. I've come to get on to you a little bit. Your amens are about old. Yes, Come on. You need to be an Amen quit saying amen. Yeah. You can't be an amen. Oh, yeah, you can. Jesus, he is. he is the amen. You know, if you really agree with something, if you're really as passionate about being saved as you say you are, nobody be able to hold you down. I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't have a whole lot to compare. Any good illustrations? I'm a simple country redneck, and I don't do a lot of stuff. But one thing I absolutely eat, sleep, breathe, love, and long for. It's turkey hunting. I like to deer hunt. Don't get me wrong. I like to coon hunt. I like to like go fishing. I like all those things. But you go know to that man right there from the age of 11. My papa would drop me off. You can't do stuff like this now because there's people living in the woods making math. But that wasn't going on when I was a boy. I'd be 11 years old and my papa would drive me to the bottom of Patterson Creek Mountain open the door in the highway, and I'd hop out. And I would hook it miles and miles, but we didn't have a four-wheeler. We would have side-by-side. This side. I was the four-wheeler. And I'd walk up in the mountains. The time I got to the top, I couldn't breathe, and I knew I had a long way to go, but I'd keep going. I'd get tired. I'd get so thirsty. I remember Shelby, I was an idiot. I was 11 years old, and I'd pack into one bottle of water. I remember just taking baby drinks because I didn't want to run out because I knew I was going to need that along for the journey. And I'd walk and I'd stop on top of that mountain and I'd go, oh, 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 oh. Good day. I felt the Holy Ghost right there. <laughs> when it's dark, I'd go, whoop, 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 whoop. and I'd heal them down in the rear. Oh. Mm, boy, something to me. And I'd head down there and set up and I'd try to call them in. And it wouldn't work. You know what i do? I'd hike right back up the mountain and go, go on down the ridge. And I'd stop again a couple hundred yards. <laughs> I ain't got a good voice to do it right now. I usually can. And one guy, I said, I fell, 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 but I keep going. Yep. And I didn't have a regret in this world. Because that's something I love. Yep. Finally, at 12 years old, it paid off all by myself. Called him a big old eastern Kentucky mountain. Long beard, had spurs about that long, paintbrush beard that wild. I'm not exaggerating y'all. I called him from me to Brother Justin. And I decapitated that sucker. He come up. He got up on a little knob, a little edge. And I went on. He went, strutting right in my face. And I went, And the sucker flopped all the way to the bottom of the mountain. <laughs> now I realized, okay, this is not over. I got all the way down there. I was going. I didn't know if you saw the his head off that it would keep flopping. I thought, this thing ain't dying. So it flopping on the ground. I'm down there over the pump truck. Boom! Boom! All I had to do was step on its head and it would quit. I know that I filled it plump full of BBs, but it was my first time. You know what I've done proudly? Throw that thing over my back, all the way back up that mountain, all the way back down the ridge, all the way back down to the road. papaw went in there and I had cell phone. He said, I'll be here at dark, son. And I waited, and at dark, here he came. He said, Did you get Ari? That was my papa, you know, it's Papa language. Did you get Ari? He said, yeah, I got to be. He got out with a big black trash bag. He said, I knew you would. I put that turkey in that trash bag, put it in the back of his trunk, <laughs> down, to, down to the papa's house to the man. What are you say? I'm saying that wasn't easy. Sure. Come on. I got tired. Right. I literally remember packing that big turkey up, as big as I was at 12, I remember packing it all the way up that mountain and man, my heart was about I couldn't breathe, I was hot, my, all my water was gone, but I kept going and I was in a hurry. To get back. Yep. Because I knew as soon as I got back in the house, Daddy was going to come out. Oh, my yin's ain't going to live here right now. Yeah, and as proud as I was of myself, he was gonna be a lot more proud of me than he and I could be of myself. And I'll never forget when Daddy came out and said, son, that is a good. That is an absolute man, that is a nice turkey. And I remember feeling like a million dollars. And that's why, my friend, I worked through all the heartache and all the pain and all the temptation to quit. And they some of y'all here tonight, listen to me. You've been through some things. But listen, I'm not here to be a Debbie Downer. But when you really hasten and you really get after it, there's a whole lot more trouble that's coming down the road. But one of these days, it's all going to pay off. When he calls my name and I step out before my father and he steps out on the streets of God and he says, well done, Thou good and faithful servant. I'm telling you, it's time to hasten in these last days. The journey's almost over. It's almost done. One of these days, we're going to stand before God. and He's going to say, well done. If you've done your job, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Here's the, here's the facts tonight. The fact is, we are running out of time. I, I never, again, I, I feel like Christians just have such a lack of initiative. Sure. Some of y'all will do things, but you've got to be told. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Why you got to be told? Come on. Just do it. Right. Some of y'all would, 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 would serve the Lord in any, any area, I think, but you have no get up and go about you. Right. You're just going to sit there until somebody gives you a task. And I say he give you a task when he saved you, right, yes. and that's to serve the Lord with all you've got—body, your heart, your soul, your mind. Give it all to the Lord. I mean, it's time. You listen, we are running out of time to do. Are you? Let me ask you this: Are you content with how your life, how your life has been lived up to this point for God? Good. Are you okay with it? I'm not. I mean, you would probably, some of y'all would look at me and say, well, preacher, my Lord, you, you spend every day of your life. You read the Bible, and you preach Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, and a lot of, that, a lot of revivals, and different things. And, I mean, you've done all that. Listen, it ain't enough. Nope. It ain't enough. Right. And some of y'all, if you'd be real honest, it's been a long time since you even had a real walk or relationship with God. Come on, I've come to tell you tonight, you are running out of time you are sitting in your own misery thinking well I'll just get to it later but you don't know how soon later may come Listen to me If we really believe this book the way we say we do And we really believe that we're in those Last moments of the last of, of Days uh, uh, You know as well as I do There's not another thing prophetically That has to take place for the trump of God To sound and the voice of the archangel uh, My friend the dead in Christ To rise first Then we which are alive and remain to be caught up uh, To meet them in the air That could happen before I finish this sentence and some of y'all are still in La La Landon Heights you're in no hurry you are not hastening I've come to tell you you don't have to sit on a church pew. 30 years uh, uh, before you really do something. You don't have to be saved for five years uh, before you can really jump in and serve God. The day he saved you, he called you, uh, he commissioned you, uh, he's commanded you, uh, and he'll enable you uh, to give it all you've got. We are running out of time. It's time to hasten tonight. Heaven knows it's time to hasten tonight. There's no time to waste. Can I say this tonight? Just any day now, the Lord is going to call out His bride. We're getting out of here. Yeah, awesome. Every, ain't it amazing? Everybody will say amen to that. Yeah. But they won't not. Haul it. I'd say less than 5% of them will witness to somebody tomorrow. Great. If you thought this was your last seven days on the planet, you got one week from today, God revealed it to you. I wonder what kind of Christian you would be in those seven days versus what you've been your whole life. Why are we on cruise control? Yeah. Because you don't really believe he's coming. You're right. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. But in your mind, oh I know it could come, but he ain't going to. It'll be, you know, I, I think he's gonna let me at least send the kids raised up. Come on. Where's your chapter and verse for that? Yeah. Right. Better- come on. What about that person? That is, is, if they close their eyes in death tonight, they're busting hell wide open, and you sit beside them every day at work. Bridge, but, hey you won't witness to them. Help, help, help. You're not very hasty. Right. You're, you're not hurried. You're not listen. If God would give us a glimpse of hell tonight, it would put us all in a panic. Hey. 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 I would call service seven nights a week. But it's not that real to us probably well, not hastening we're in no hurry some of y'all could really be helping this church but you're not in a hurry ah they'll plug me in sometime or another what makes you think we got a lot of time you know why I want to give it all my... Night. I want to preach tonight like there was 500 here or whatever's here tonight. Probably 50 or 40 on a Wednesday night. If we're lucky, and that's counting kids and kids that ain't even been born yet and everybody's cousins and your contacts and your cell phones and all that stuff. We're adding everything up. You know why I want. I should give it my all whether it's packed out or not? This, this could be it. you right. Right. You think God's going to give me a pass because the Wednesday night crowd is a little lower than the Sunday morning crowd? No! He's called me to be faithful. Whether you're here, whether you're not, listen to me. But some of y'all don't even want to hear me preach tonight, but I'm going to preach to you anyhow. Because that's what God's called me to do, and that's what I'll do. And one of these days, the Holy Ghost will snatch you up by the CDR of your bridges and drag your town down to an altar, and you'll wish to God you'd have got in a lot sooner. Than you did. It is time to hasten. It's time to get broken. It's time to get busy. It's time to get burdened. It's It's time to get bothered about some things. It's time to get better. It's time to get brighter. As a preacher, it's time to get bolder. As a Christian, it's time to get bolder. Look here, folks. We're not in the fourth quarter. We're in double overtime. The next point wins. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't believe that? I'm telling you, we are in double overtime with no time left on the clock. We're, we're, we're this close to getting out of here tonight. Reg- regulation has expired. We're on a very limited time frame. <coughs> I wrote this note down. I've never seen so many Christians go into standby mode like we're seeing now. You're on standby, you're in standby mode. You're in no hurry. You act like we got all the time in the whole wide world and we don't. Never seen the church so comfortable and complacent like we're seeing it today. Yeah, Why does it not bother you? That it's not for. And I know me and you can't build a house. We, I know that. But we ought to labor. Yeah. Yeah. Except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. But we are called to labor. But when's the last time you, I, look here, I know I, I'm doing things, but what are you doing? I'm trying to get people to come. What are you doing? It's time to hasten. It's time to hasten. Now I say we're living in the last hours where preachers have lost power and singers have lost a song and God's people have no passion. Right, right, right. Heaven knows it's time to hasten. All these things are taking place while souls are dropping off into hell. Every second that we're here, another one goes to hell. I wanna <clears throat> sorry, I wanna I wanna say a few things here and I just wanna dive right in. I've got a long introduction, I always do. But I don't know about y'all, but I just don't feel like I got enough time in the day to do all that needs done for the Lord. Right, yeah. Time is absolutely today's Elijah's sixth birthday, by the way. Somebody will tell him happy birthday for it, leaves. How in the world did six years go by that quick? I have no idea. My, my madness is 12. How? Think about this. From the time from Elijah, how many of y'all remember was you here when Elijah was born to now? That's been six years. In that amount of time, she's going to be 18. Yeah. Yeah. Now that makes me want to go out back with some of y'all and smoke Marlboros. That stresses me out right there. She's gonna be 18 years old that quick. All I got six years. Now I think I got a good girl and I'm gonna teach some kids 18's a number don't do the same stuff I did at 18 You yeah, right. ain't grown but, but if she wants to I ain't do about it right. That's all I got left of her. Six years. Sis, I better get hurt yeah. to be a daddy and to be alive, liar, a teacher, a trainer, a motor. It's all, it's all i got. So y'all, it's all you got. And if, and if I had 25 more years, it ain't enough time. Right. What if God give us all a hundred more years of life? not enough time to do all that needs done I feel panicked in these hours to preach yes, sir. I do I feel like I'm in a panic to preach because people need preaching in these hours I, I'm anxious to pray I feel hurried to be a help to somebody yes, simply because in my heart I know we don't have long and here where Paul he said hurry he said, I gotta get to Jerusalem before Pentecost but on the journey he sails to Ephesus and so, if I could tonight, I want to look at a few of these things while he's there. On that thought, heaven knows that it's time to hasten. You know what's amazing to me is we are in a hurry. Some of y'all say, "Oh, well, ain't nobody." We're all in a hurry tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't it amazing? It is. It, 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 it's nothing for Christians to wake up at three o'clock in the morning and rush down to their favorite store on Black Friday. And fight the crowd. I know some of y'all don't. There's a bunch of them that do. But you can't beat them out of bed for Sunday school. Oh, You're in a hurry just for the wrong thing. Yep. Right. It's not a matter of whether you or, whether or not you can be hasty. The problem is what makes you haste. Good, oh, You can get in a hurry for work. You can get in a hurry for a junior's ball game. Oh, y'all ain't gonna help me tonight, are you? You can get in a hurry for all the things we all like and adore, and there's nothing wrong with them, but if you can make that more of a priority than you do serving God, those are problems somewhere. Amen. And I want to give you just a few things tonight, if I can, on this thought Heaven knows <clears throat> it's time to hasten. First of all, we're looking at Paul. I want you to see that Paul hasted in his sending. Look at verse 16 with me again. Paul hasted in his sending. Verse 16, the Bible said, Paul had determined to sell by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia for he hasted, if it were possible, for him to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. Notice verse 17, and from Miletus he he sent to Ephesus called the elders of the church. Can I say Paul hasted in his sending? Brother Bud said it the best. I'm going to repeat it. One of these days, if, if nature goes the way it's supposed to, Brother Bud's going to die before me, and it's going to become my saying. I'm not going to tell anybody Brother Bud said this, okay? It's going to be mine. Brother Bud preached to us in revival. It's been, I don't know, a year or two ago now. And he said, the will of God is instant obedience. That's right. You see. That's right. Yeah. I have not forgot that. That is stuck with If you want to be in the will of God, you've got to be instantly obedient. In other words, when God says to the sins, you got Heaven knows that it's time to hasten. What are we supposed to hasten to? Number one, we see that Paul hastened in his sending God, sent him back to it was the will of God, it was not necessarily convenient. I've got the map of his journeys, his missionary journeys. He's done been to Ephesus, he's went to Miletus, He went to other places to go back to Ephesus before he went down to Jerusalem to make it in time for Pentecost. That wasn't a convenient thing. But Paul went. He hasted because God sent him. Can I say tonight, whatever God is telling you to do, hasten to do that. Are you listening to me? I never never want to be the type of preacher that that that, that makes everybody listen, we're not sign seekers. Yes, sir. And I'm guilty of it. I know y'all are guilty of throwing fleeces out. Can I get a little help right there? Yeah, yeah. I do it, I have ain't supposed to. We've all done it. But can I say if God gives you a word, you can trust that word. Yes. You know while you're sitting on a on a on a, on a church chair tonight, I had a word from God. Yes. That's all I had. I didn't raise no support. I didn't go around the country presenting the need. I didn't have nothing but a word from God. Nine years ago, Psalm 23, 2, and He led me beside the still waters. And from there, God birthed it in my heart. There needs to be a water hole that I will leave. You know my prayer? It's been my prayer. We're not trying to rob and recruit from every other church. Fact is, I've been most of them. I don't want none of them people. Help me somebody. My prayer is all always been, God, lead people here. I want it to be a watered hole. Lead people here. Lead them here. You know why you're here? God, led you here. God, I needed somebody yeah. to thank God for the sending yes. that he's placed in our lives. It's time to hasten to the sending of God in our lives tonight. Amen. You don't have to sit around and pray about it for 10 years. God says go, go. God says preach, preach. God says repent, repent. God says sing. Look, we lost one of our singers. That's a church full of y'all that can sing. I am not coming to everybody and asking you. I told you from the start I don't do that. I don't operate that way. I'm not coming to you and asking you to sing. If you have a voice for God and you want to sit there, I'm going to tell you what my mama told me as a little boy. You want to sit there and not use it? He might take it from you. Yeah, right, I started singing everything, man. I sing, I mean, I was singing black Christian black rap, and I didn't know what was going on. I started singing. I don't want to lose my voice. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you about that later. There's a story behind that. <laughs> sing. You know why God may have sent you to this church? To be a singer. You all sick of hearing the grief of the trio? Get your own trio. Amen. Under God, if Chris Seidel can sing, y'all can sing. Inside joke, not really, but kind of. But hey, at least she's willing to sing. I don't know if you got any songs on your own or not. You ain't told me. If you do, sing them. And get you a woman that can sing the other stuff you just second singing. There's plenty of girls, I seen girl, whoever else. Yeah. Yep. Sing! That's right. good, yeah. Brother Seth could pick around on a guitar long before he started. What's wrong with you? I don't know. What's wrong with you? <laughs> if you can pick on something besides your nose, pick on it. Come home, somebody. God, listen, I'm trying to tell you something quickly. I gotta hurry. God has sent you here for a reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe you can't send the play. Don't mean you're not sent. That's right. We need laborers. Yes, Amen. I need somebody to come in here after play practice when the place looks like the tornadoes went off. And back in. Sweet. Take out the dirty trash. Clean the Pee off the ball, of the boys' college back there. Y'all need to really learn how to fix that. <laughs> My soul. The hole is this big, boys. And as you're in all over the world, I went in our sun and I said unto God, look like, like a fire hose the pressure had been turned all the way up and straight <laughs> everywhere. But you know what I've done? I was telling you that as an example. I got some paper towels yep. and some cleaner, yep. and I cleaned it up. And it wasn't mine, and I wasn't mad about it. I don't know why? I've been sitting here. Not just to preach, to clean up pee. good, preacher. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. And the day I'm too good to clean up pee, I need to step down from preaching. I believe that. Yes, Amen. running well, preacher. Oh yes, I'm highly got the superstar mentality that everybody's gonna lay hand a foot on me and I can't do nothing. I am not too big to push a vacuum cleaner or to clean a toilet or to brush off the rug and hey, I'm here sitting here like y'all are and we're all serving the same God tonight. You Amen. Amen. It's good preaching. Just do what needs done. Paul was hastening. He was he was up. He was Paul hasted in his sending. Number two, got to hurry along. Paul hasted in his service. Look at verse 18. I'm, I'm, I'm going to rack these off right here. Try to. Verse 18, the Bible said that, uh, Acts twenty eighteen. the Bible said, and When they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know, from the first day that I came into Asia, after what manner I have been with you, at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility with mine, with many tears, with temptations, which befell me by the line in a way that's used. Isn't it amazing Paul had this testimony? He said, y'all know what I'm fixing to say is right. I have been hasty. I hasted in my service. I have been with you people through it all. And you know I'm telling it right. Ain't that a good testimony? So far, some of y'all say that. I can say it not being here. I've stayed in it through all seasons. Yeah. Amen. And I'm glad I didn't say that tonight. Amen. Not to put a badge on my vest. But it does help your spirit to know man it's been hard but I have stayed. Yes, I've been faithful. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know what God needs out of you? He needs you to hurry up and settle in. And serve, he said, hey, and it's come with many tears. It's come with many temptations. I feel that. It's come with a lot of burdens. It's come with a lot of broken ties. Listen, serving God is not for those who enjoy sucking on lollipops and popping bubbles and and eating cotton candies. Listen to me, that's not who it's for. That smiley, smiley Joe down in Houston can make it all seem like it's a rainbow up the road and full of unicorns and lilies growing out of. I'm telling you, I've seen some dark days. I went through some hard trials. I've been. I've been cut to the core but I can tell you uh, God has always been better than all the somebody my life first from now on. Some of y'all have been meaner and junkyard dogs. Yes, I and I've stuck with you. Thank you. Yeah. And y'all have stuck with me. Thank you, dog. I had somebody say this one time. Well, I come down here about that. Uh, said, uh, you just don't know what they said about my life. I said, tell me out what they said about your wife?" I said, them people sitting in there, there's some of them in there that's threatening to kill me. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to pray, God will kill you tonight. I said, please do. Get me out from under all this. Y'all don't have it. I'd much rather go to heaven, to be honest with you. Just praying. Like and maybe I'll die. I said, if I can work with people that has wished death upon me, yeah, honestly, what's your excuse, dumb?" <laughs> I'm going to pull Sanford's son again. Yeah. Hey, it's ain't about us. Jimmy ain't coming Sunday night again. It's the second time in two weeks he's apologized. I said, hey, I ain't called him dummy yet, that's the third time. It's the third time he's getting called dummy. I said, it's okay. Because I ain't always done everything right either. That's right. Concerning brother Chief. Right. That's right. I put things in my early days didn't mean to, of course, really. But I put things in their mind, no doubt, maybe sit them back. Maybe look, look here, we've all done things. But God ain't called us to do nothing but serve. Right. Right. Paul hasted in his service. Amen. Paul hasted in his sending. Thirdly, I'm just giving this to you because it's a real simple message tonight, but it's just what Lord give me. Paul hasted in his showing. Look at verse 20. Verse 20, I like this. Paul said in verse 20, he said, uh, He said, And I have kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have, look here, showed you. Y'all see that? Paul said, I have kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and taught you publicly from house to house. Listen to me. Paul hasted in his showing. He hurried up and did what God called him to do. And as a byproduct of it, here's what it means. Paul's life preached louder than his lips did. Paul said this he said I've cut back nothing that was proper on you and I say sometimes me pointing my finger at you and getting a little rough is what's needed yep, yes, yes. I agree to that it is yes sir Pick pastoring is a lot like parenting oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah no, right. there's there, I, there, I have to get really hard and rough with Emma hey you listen if I don't. she want to listen if I just said now Emma hey it's enough She's about to flip me off with both hands. Go outside, steal the homeless man's cigarettes right off on his bicycle and not come back till midnight. I got I can't do that with her. She's 18 months old, and she's a rebel. I called her in you know the kitchen the other day with an egg trying to give herself a tattoo. I mean, she's nuts. But now Elijah, he's rough and tough, and I made a post-band 1, he's all boy. I can look at him. About. You do. Mix up my blowout. <laughs> when you have kids, you just pick stuff up. it's thought frozen it's a great. Mix up blow blowout. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Why do you people come here? I don't know. i not actually... I look at that boy, though. And he'll go, I say, eh, don't cry. I ain't give you nothing to cry about. Just don't do that. That's right. If I tried that with Emma, if she was in here, I would show you what she would do. Brother Brian, if I give her a mean face, you know what she does right back to me? She's like, I ain't free. I ain't back to bed. But bed. So, I said to say this, some of y'all, I just go. You, you lying right back there. Somehow, I don't know if we're going to fight, if there's going to be a stabbing. I don't know. There could be possibly a shooting or maybe a double homicide in the park. I don't know. But you know what I have tried to do? I said, I'd like to say this. He said, Everything that I've done has been to be profitable. I want you to profit. You with me? And, And to be honest with you, Brother Chris. God is so good and gracious, He has even taken my mistakes to profit me. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> he has turned my blunders into blessings over the years. Because yeah. he's good like that. Paul said, I he said he hasted and is showing. Paul's live preacher louder than his lips. I like this. Look at, look at verse 20, and we're hurrying. I gotta hurry. Man, I gotta hurry. Look at verse 20, real quick. He said, I kept back nothing that was profitable, you have showed you. Now notice this. It taught you what? Publicly and from. You know what it ought to be your determination? It ought to be your determination to hasten in your show in in both the public and in the private. We ought to hasten. To be profitable, we ought to hasten in our showing, both public and private. Fourth of all, I want you to see that Paul hasted not only in his uh, for his his show in his showing, and Paul not only hasted in his service, and Paul not only hasted in his sending, but I like this, Paul hasted for souls. Look at verse 21. Verse 21, look with me quickly now. we got to hurry up. Verse 21, he said this, testifying both to the Jews and also the Greeks repentance toward God, faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know how else to tell y'all, but just tell y'all, there's too many people in your life lost for you to be sitting around not doing nothing about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hasten for souls. Yes, Did you know? Let I me mean, explain to you how God grows and builds a church typically nine out of ten times. Do you know what is Proven. The quickest way for a church to grow is by families reaching your family. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's right. exactly right. It is. Some of y'all have done accepted your brothers and sisters' rambles and reprobates, and they ain't going to have nothing. To so I told them, I know I'm a Christian. You ain't going to feel that way at the judgment seat. Nope. You ain't going to feel that way at the great white throne when they're cast into hell. Right. That's right. That's right. You were not going to feel that way about it. Your 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 family and your friends. Paul hastened for souls. He said, "I have taught and testified to both the Jews and the Greeks about repentance and being saved." And I say one thing: we better get in our minds and know we're running out of time on is to win lost souls. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And just because it's needful to say, you don't have to get them here, and they don't have to hear me preach to get saved. Amen. I need a little help right there. Now that Mike Norman would say, right there would be a good time to say amen. amen. You, amen. you can lead them to God setting up the donut shop. You can. I know, I know there's a lot of easy believers. I know there's a lot of people that that, that are, that are worn, so to speak, and never got in. I'm not taking away from all that. But I also know too many people that was having a gospel track, they read it, and God did speak their heart, and I repented, and they got saved. You can do that tonight. You can be a witness. And it's time to hasten for souls. Fifth of all, Paul hasted, hasted in submission. Look at verse 22. I'm hurrying along. I know y'all getting restless. The kids are. Verse 22, let's look. <laughs> he said, Now behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall f- befall me there, save the Holy Ghost, witness in the every city, saying that bonds and afflictions divide me. Paul hasted in his submission. Paul, look here, in verse 22, is bound by the Spirit. You know why we don't hit the trail when we want to all the time? I know God gives us free will, but we're also bound by that Spirit. He ain't just going to take the reins and put it off and just let you run off. He's going to try to hold you back and deal with you and talk to you and get you thinking right. You still might make the wrong decision, but God has, we are bound by the Spirit. Paul, hastened in submission. Now notice this, because he's bound by the Spirit, he goes willingly to a city and does not even know the outcome of the city. But he does know the orders of the captain. Do you see that in verse 22? He said, now behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. He just God's told him what to do. Look here. You know why some of y'all won't do what God said? You don't know the outcome. Right, right. If you've got to know the outcome before you obey, you'll never walk by faith. That's right, man. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Do you think the Burr family <laughs> felt like a million dollars when they loaded the U-Haul up to come to Kentucky to make, you know, the move and the transition to this church? If he's a if he's a King James only independent batch premillennial dispensational eternal security all that stuff he, he's really stuck. I mean I don't have to tell y'all there's still other options but I promise you there's gonna be some doctrinal issues. shoes. I'm just telling you. So you know he is. He's bound by the Spirit. Now this is his words, not mine. God sent us here. He told me that. That's right. Amen. Not my words, his words. And he did not know. It's a good example life application right now. He did not know the outcome of what beheld him in London, Kentucky. But he didn't know the singer. And apparently he has walked with him just long enough through the years, 56 years old, I believe he said. He has learned to trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. <laughs> But to trust and obey. You know why most people stay stuck? They've got to see God, lay it all out, know all the details before they'll obey. But you'll never go anywhere with God. He don't do it that way. Y'all think I've seen this? No. I thought it'd be me and Amy and my parents for the rest of my life. Really? That was my anticipation and expectation. I wanted God to do the impossible. I couldn't see it because I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. It's what God called me to do. Right. I never pastored before. I didn't know how to be a pastor and I'm still not at the time but I've learned a lot through the years. God has done that. Do you think on April the 12th, 2015 that I thought in my mind there would be a family travel from wherever they are in North Carolina no. and that was the only thing they were going to desire really besides the price of land was a good church. I didn't see that. But he did. And if I only get six months with him, hey, I'm gonna thank the Lord for the six months. Y'all with me? Do you think on April the twelfth, twenty fifteen, I've seen God Satan, I went through here? No, but, but God would save a boy who didn't have nothing but a I mean a rat sheet. ain't being dishonored or disrespectful, it's the truth. Yeah. Drugs, and I don't know what all. A pure out rebel. God would save him and would put all the pieces in place for him to set. Listen, man, I may not have but six more months with him. But God's given the time to show him to this man. Right. Yeah, man. I did see all that. Thank you, Lord. When Jimmy and Haley walked into Woodbine, why did you all go there? Who would go in that building? I wouldn't have. We started in an insulated panel building. Lit, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. In Woodbine. Somebody went to the bathroom. Man, we do everything. You know how many clips was on their zippers? <laughs> we built a little, there was a little corner, and it didn't go all the way to the ceiling, so there was still gap, you know, between the little bathroom outhouse inside. Man, it zip. <laughs> Mixed a little <laughs> Zip. And every great now in. ooh, <laughs> Yeah, I told y'all, you guys have messed up. I'm glad to tell you. We just shout. Woo! We know what else to do. Yeah, no, we got along. The Lord lifted another burden tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think then i seen all this? No way possible did I see this happening. Here we are. I am trying to tell you, if you'll just be faithful and get hasty and jump right in, God will do things you never thought He'd do. Sure will. You're looking at the proof and don't even know it. Yeah. You're walking into a miracle every week and don't even realize it tonight. Amen. i got to hurry. Paul hasted in stability, verse 24. I'm almost done. Actually, I'll get through this today, tonight. Look at verse 24. I love this. Paul said, but none of these things move me. Right. That's where you got to get, folks. That's it. You listening? Yes, sir. What are we going to do if John Boy goes nuts next Sunday and cusses all of us out? Wait, wait. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell him, but I ain't that way, John. I'm going to come back in Sunday night and have church again. Yeah. What are we going to do if he leaves? I'm going to come back Wednesday. Some of y'all, Chris was gone for two years. When you came back, what was I doing? Same thing you guys do when you left. Nice. Why? Because God's done put it in my heart. Yeah, I can't quit. You don't think I want to? Sure. But there's something in me that will not let me stop doing what God's called me to do. And that's the way the whole church got to get there. Yeah, Verse 22, 24. None of these things move me. Neither count I my life. Right here's how you get there. Neither count I my life dear to myself. You know why people don't make it? They think too much of themselves. You're right. I, right. well, I don't know who he thinks he is. He ain't going to talk to me that way. Well, how did they talk to our Lord? Yeah. Ain't you glad he just didn't up and resign from dying on the cross? Yep. Ain't you glad he didn't move his membership from Calvary? Mom. When they mocked him and they cussed him and they made fun of him, they lied about him. They called him a bastard his whole life. He don't even know who his dad is. He's he's the only kid at school. I mean, he he said Joseph ain't even his dad. His whole life. They wrung their mouth on him. They made fun of him. They lied. They falsely accused him. Eventually nailed him to a cross dying a death he did not deserve. And he continued on. This is how you'll make it and how you'll be stable and have stability. None of these things move me, neither count I, my life, dear unto myself. You've got to get to where you realize I'm a nothing. That's right. You'll ne- listen to, it. I'm giving you helpful, sound, spiritual, biblical counsel tonight how to make it as a Christian. You cannot see yourself as something. Yeah, man, man. You'll quit. Right.
1: Yes, That's right. Why
0: are they all the time, why they all the time picking on me? That's what they've done to him. Yeah. My God, I feel like preaching right here now. I can feel it. I can feel that nudge. I get a nudge. When I get a nudge, it's the right one. Some of y'all ain't going to do it. Bless the thing for God because you're worried about what everybody else claims or says or what they might think or say about you. You are right. You better be glad Jesus didn't have that frame in mind. Amen. You know how many days I've come in here and all the people's upset with me? I have to still preach and love, love them and pray with them and do all that. How do you, ever be, how do you get there? Because that ain't me, that ain't who I am. I'm just like y'all. We all has have, have a self-defense mode. You cross me, you're done. But that don't work in the Christian world. No. You can't count your life here yourself. What's the rest of the verse say, verse 24? After that. That I might what? That I might finish. You know, a lot of people won't finish. They got the wrong focus. Yep. They don't see a suffering Savior. Right. They see themselves as somebody. And they will not finish. What if it is all the time you? Three people have made that same statement this week. It's always me. Two of them sitting here. Oh, yeah. You're the only in the County? Because you've never squashed yourself. Yeah. you still something to you. Yeah. And that's why when something is said or done concerning you, it makes you want to quit. Yeah. Right? Man. That's all they've done to our Lord. Yes, sir. Was talk about him, lie on him, and falsely accuse him. And cuss him and mock him and tattletale on him and make up stuff on him and belittle him and insult him. Hold on, somebody! And he never opened his blind mouth! Yeah. Yeah, That's real Christianity. Yes sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Never not one time to hit a fit. Now, what they're saying ain't true. Let your life prove it ain't true. Yeah. Yeah, Amen. I live it. Someone says, I don't trust you. you, ain't, you ain't, I couldn't trust you if I had to. Proof to told me, you can be trusted. I'll sit and argue with them because all you've done is give them ammunition. Right. This is why I can't trust you. You're nuts. Man. Yep. Well, you bring that to me and I'm the judge. I'm going to say, well, I mean, you went nuts. I probably wouldn't trust you either. Yes, sir. Does everybody follow yes, me. Yes. This is real sad. I got one more more we done. Stability. Hasten. Hurry up! And get stable. None of these things move me, neither can I lie to my dear myself. So I might finish my course. Look here, here it is. This is what y'all gonna to have to get with what? With joy. I, does anybody want to be happy about this? I wonder who's here tonight, and you're not a bit more happy to be in this church than the man in the moon is. You don't know why? Step A and step B is 24. Verse 24. That's why you don't have no joy. You don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. You don't want to have no joy because you're easily moved. And you somebody in yourself, in your, in your mind, it's all about you. That's why you have no joy. I'm trying to help you. I ain't mad at nobody. I'm just trying to tell you the Word of God. God knows my heart. I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm trying to help you. He said, none of these things move me. You've got to get there. Neither account am I dear to myself. You've got to get there so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry. Right here it is. Which I have received of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus, to testify the gospel of the grace of God. You know what your job is? To bear the good news of the gospel with your life and with your lips. You can tell them all day that Jesus is your Savior, but if you go at work and act like them, they don't want Him. You go to work and you laugh at all the perverted jokes and you you get in and on all the drama and you're always front center of of the biggest issue. They don't care about your God. You can tell them the gospel all day. You need to live like the gospel's changed you. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Oh, things are passed away. Hold all things become new. Lastly, I'm done. Three minutes, I'm done. This is it. I want you to see, lastly, Paul hastened in his sincerity in verse 25. Twenty-six. Notice this. And now, behold, I know that ye all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take to you to rec- I take you to record this day. Think about this: that I am pure from the blood. My God in heaven. You want to talk about sincerity? Hey, this is what Paul says. I'm taking y'all to record. Get the books out. That's what he saying? Come on, Ephesus. Get the books out. Let's go to the record books. Is there anybody here make a make it raise your hand and make a disagreement or or, or 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 does anybody got a case against this statement? I am pure from the blood of all men. That is a sincere Christian. I can't say that tonight. I can't say that, but I want to. I am pure from the blood of all men. That's a sincere Christian. I've got a list from A to Z. I don't have time to give them to you. On what would happen if you'd be sincere? From A, I've got three things. B, I've got three things. C, I've got three things. I'll send them maybe later. If you would just be sincere, it would blow your mind. The doors, God would open in your Christian life. That's right, that's right. I'm done right here, Brother Christian. Go ahead and find us, a, get us something ready. I'm done right here. Who's sitting here tonight? You, you got a big game? What you say? But in your heart, you're not really that sincere. I'm going to go, I'm going to take some really deep steps right here, okay? This is some sincere stuff. Sister Geneva, you're a Sunday school teacher. You're working on the Christmas play. I know it's been hard this year and headache. If you were not sincerely doing it, the best thing you can do is come to us in private and say, I'm done. i want to do this right now until I can get my heart done. That's the best thing. If I can't pass with a sincere heart, you don't need to, If I don't really love y'all, I ain't I don't really love the Lord and I don't really want to preach and I'm just doing it because I, I don't need to be doing it. Am, yeah. Brother Caleb, if you are not serious about this call in your life, you need to take time away. You need to get serious. We need you to be serious. Yes. Your family needs you to be serious. Yes. Mom's the same way, Sunday school. If you ain't sincere about it, give it up. That somebody that will be sincere. Thank and amen. If y'all are not sincere, I need—I'm being honest now. I mean this. I'm just making them show everybody. If you cannot.